0: Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jan Roos, and we have a special mini episode for this week. As you guys all know, we are in the height of the coronavirus pandemic. And we spent most of the last week working with our clients, making sure everyone was set and able to not only survive, but thrive in all this chaos. So uh, when things ended up kind of... Hitting the fan last week around Thursday, ended up reaching out to a friend of the show, Neil Tyra, who put me in touch with Allison Williams, who is the law firm mentor. And she was actually in the process of putting together a webinar, an emergency webinar that ended up happening exactly one week ago. And uh, she was kind enough to invite me on it, and we had a really, really great discussion. So this show is going to be a clip from one of the segments of the webinar. If anyone is interested, I'm going to have a link in the show notes so you can sign up to Allison's group to get the rest of the webinar. I would highly recommend it in addition to what you're about to hear. Uh, Some great recommendations on technology from Neil. We also had Elise Bowie who has been running a totally virtual practice that is a seven-figure practice in the Pacific Northwest. So, um, you know, forward thinking in both uh, what she's able to do and also sort of a vision of the future for anyone who's about to be entering lockdown. So uh, without further ado, uh, here is my segment or one of my segments from the webinar that we did with Allison Williams last week. So you know, next, we're, we're going to stay with this theme of talking about the mindset of how to deal with these issues, because I think a lot of times where we stop ourselves as law firm owners is we say, oh, my God, things are happening, and we don't know what's going to happen in the future. So all that uncertainty causes a lot of internal anxiety that we then use to make decisions. And I always tell people, don't make decisions out of your emotions, because your emotions today are not necessarily going to be your emotions tomorrow. And so we have to use our analytical judgment, but we also have to be mindful of planning. And so, um, next, I want to talk about the idea of not just planning to survive, but planning to thrive. And Jan is going to talk to us about the the mindset of seizing opportunity. All right, awesome. Okay, thanks, Allison. And uh, let me go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can share my screen. Let me know if this is working for you guys. Yes, yeah, see that. Oh, oopsies. Yep. We all right. All right, cool. Yeah, I got a couple little numbers to go over here. So I thought it'd be helpful. Um, okay, so to kind of start things off, um, just just a little story about the, how the last couple of days have gone. So we work with you know dozens of law firms all around the country. And we're speaking to people all the time about stuff. So I really, in my opinion, saw uh, things kind of drop here on, on about Thursday. So two different kinds of reaction that we got. First was we had a lot of people that had um, demos scheduled for getting a marketing program started this oh man i really can't consider this right now gotta wait until things blow over we gotta we gotta really you know wait until we see how this is going to shake out um then the flip side on monday we had one of our big clients uh, these guys have four offices in fort worth uh, they decided to quadruple their marketing investment so what's really behind the two different kinds of reactions and what can we really expect for the different mindsets that people are going to take into a situation like this Um, so I'm not going to open up with a a quote of somebody a lot smarter than me. Um, this is from Warren Buffett. You guys ever see this one? Um, so Warren Buffett always says, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. So in the context to hear, you know, um, if if people are personal finance fans, this is really in the context of people being things being undervalued in a stock market, but if you look at the legal market, there's a lot of the same dynamics, which really are in play. We're going to go into some very specific numbers about this down the line, but I just kind of want to set things up conceptually in the meantime. So kind of like thinking back to the grade school economics really have two things that are gonna determine. We've got your supply and you got your demand. So the supply in the case of whatever practice area that you're in, is the amount of cases that are going to be out there that need help? And you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm going to kind of uh, circle back to this in a little bit more detail. But when we're talking about anything that's especially consumer-facing law, this is an essential service. If you think things are bad right now, um, imagine if you were paying your rent being a personal trainer, or you owned a restaurant, or any of these ter- uh, these these situations, which are a lot more discretionary than what it is that you practice. So. Uh, Actually, (laughs) I flipped it, so that's gonna be the demand. The demand is for the, the services. Supply is going to be the amount of firms that are in the market that are able to service that demand. And there's kind of a, uh, a total supply as in people who are keeping their doors open. And then there's a functional supply, which are people that are going to be actually advertising. And more importantly, if we have situations where people are being recommended to stay home, let's say you're in a situation where uh, you know, trust in the state law, where people are all, uh, overwhelmingly elders that are being advised to stay home because they're vulnerable. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if there's a thousand law firms within a 10 mile radius of where you live. If five of them are able to, to service you online, there's five law firms. <laughs> so basically, uh, it's really easy. And you know, especially for people who are watching the news, uh, it's, it's very easy to kind of armchair quarterback and see what the supply is. What's really, really challenging, or sorry, it's very easy to armchair quarterback and see what the demand is. Um, it's much, much more difficult to suss out whether the supply is, especially if you're kind of thinking about that. Because as a law firm owner, that's what you're really thinking about as a total clients out there. So basically, and, and to, 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 kind of, uh, to kind of wrap this up, um, as far as the people who stay in are going to benefit. And we're going to go through a kind of specific example right now, which is going to be kind of fun. But um, basically, one of the things that we've been seeing, and this is across a couple of different uh, practice areas. So we're seeing this in trust and the state law. We're seeing this in bankruptcy and um, family and divorce law primarily. But since things started to uh, go sideways about a week and a half ago, we're seeing anywhere between 20 and 40% lower costs as far as marketing to get an individual person interested okay so basically there's a couple different markets and, and i mentioned those those three different practice areas because you know, a lot of the times you know uh, i see a lot of shifting uh for a lot of times people say oh well it must be easy if you have trust in the law but you know imagine if you have you know family law or, or you name it so basically i, I want to kind of uh, loop the different practice areas into three basic buckets so we have things that go positive with the economy. Um, these are things that, you know, generally the, the more things are, are going well, the, the better things are going. So a lot of proactive trust and state work, um, generally speaking, a lot of divorces. Um, and then we have stuff that's kind of negatively correlated. So if you're a bankruptcy attorney, the worse the economy goes, the more business there is. Um, a lot of times, some of the more reactive stuff. So there's a lot of people we're seeing tons of demand right now for people that are trying to get last will and testaments in place. If people are really spooked. They need to make sure that their affairs are in order. Um, so there's a lot more demand for that. And then there's stuff that's kind of unaffected. So it doesn't really matter if we're in a huge boom or a huge bust. Um, people are still going to be getting into car accidents. People are still going to be in need for criminal attorneys. So there's stuff that really doesn't run uh, correlated to anything that's that's sort of going on so basically uh you know i don't really want i, I kind of want to go to the the worst case scenarios a lot of these things are they're positively correlated and these are the ones that that are going to be the most affected. but i want to show kind of the opportunity there okay so this is kind of like a pop quiz time and actually i'm a, i'm opening uh opening this to the to the panel but this is kind of one of those well-known things and it's that people don't really go into um people or like, you know, no one files for divorces in, in the winter, which is like a big, a big thing. So like people don't file for divorces on the ho- uh, in the holiday season. Would any of you guys want to guess what the actual, uh, the actual numbers are in terms of the decrease for those winter months? I don't see a decrease in the winter. Okay. I, I was just going to say, I don't either, but. <laughs> okay. So this is a thing too. So basically we see a lot of people and then if any of the panelists is like, but um, there's this kind of this perception and this is just kind of to illustrate. Actually, I'm not going to open the chat. Well, actually, maybe let's open the chat. Let's see what's out. Um, we go. Cause this is a, I don't know if that's going to open up anyway. Um, basically. Yeah. So, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, as far as the. Um, supply side of things we see far fewer advertisers the amount of advertisers that are out there are usually decreasing anywhere from 25 to 50% during the holiday months so this is actually a, a big study that was done actually in washington state at least so <laughs> this might be one <laughs> situations but basically you know uh, if we're seeing 25 to 50% of the firms drop out of the market you'd expect anywhere from a 25 to 50% of a drop in the demand Um, however, if you take a look at the scale here, this ranges from 2.8 to 3.1, um, the absolute peak month, uh, which is March, uh, according to the study versus the absolute worst month, which is December is only a 10% difference. So if we kind of run the numbers here, if we have a firm that's doing uh, so if if we have uh, half the competition dropping out, but 10% of the actual case demand going in, there's a huge opportunity for the people that are going to be there. So basically, um, And this is the other thing too. So we kind of have a little bit more of a view on this stuff from being on the, uh, the ad side of things, because we get to see the competition that's in the market and whether that's directly through the the amount of listings that we're seeing on stuff like, uh, like AdWords or Facebook, or just a huge proxy for this at any given time is really the cost per click and the cost per lead. Um, we're seeing the people that are sticking in are going to have a a much easier time provided that they can serve these people in a way that's not going to be jeopardizing with health and provided they know how to close these things. So basically I want to kind of bring it back to that initial thing. The two, the two kinds of responses, there's two ways to do this. If you want to play offense, this is absolutely the time where you're going to be able to pick up business while your competition's shutting the doors. Um, that means that, you know, if this lasts for two weeks, great. If this lasts for two, three months, you no, know, even better, the longer you're, you're on offense while people are waiting to react, the better it's going to be for you. If you're playing defense, it's going to be tough because you know you might be planning on leaning out. Uh, you might be planning on leaning out uh, stuff like expenses. But you know how bigger the store is going to be. The longer these things go, the worse it's going to be to play defense, and the better it's going to be to play offense. And I kind of want to close this just on the, you know, the, the whole family and divorce law thing, <laughs> just a preview of things to come. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw this, but basically, you know, if you, if you want to take a view into the future, things are actually, you know, when things end up turning around for us, like they are turning around in China, the divorce rates are spiking. And this is probably one of the things that people are, are perceiving as the worst. So just to kind of go back and, and wrap this up, who's going to be able to take advantage of this? So it's going to be the people who have, you know, their uh, their war chest is going to be collecting cobwebs. There's going to be the people who have been making hay for the last two months who have been able to take advantage of things because of the technology and the stuff that Neil's going to show. So that's just kind of the last thing to leave it on. But basically, the opportunity is basically, there's you know, it's, it's one of those old things. It's... <laughs> <laughs> like that old fear acronym, it's, you know, uh, uh, fear everything and run or face everything and rise. Um, you know, just think about what the consequences could be. And, you know, we don't really know how long this thing's going to last. So, you know, the more, you know, the faster that we can take advantage of this, the better things are going to be. Thank you for listening to the law firm growth podcast for show notes, free resources, and more head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.